You're listening to a Soul Fire Productions podcast. Oh, 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 I have so many feelings and thoughts today that I really wanted to get into. And this was really meant to be about sexuality and desires. And I am not feeling called to that today. I'm actually feeling called to a lot of other things. And so I have been sitting with this yesterday, last night during my women's circle inside of the Onyx and this morning asking to be guided as to what gets to come forward for all of us today. And part of this is that I have been sitting with myself in quiet without so much doing and more being. And so my channels are starting to open. I'm starting to hear. I'm starting to feel more than I have before. And so within that, my ego and plans and my perfect Excel document that is organized for the show and you gets to be thrown out the fucking window so that what is meant to come through will come through my channel. I wrote in my bio that I the pleasure channel, which came to me a couple months ago when I was in Colorado Springs on a getaway by myself to create space to be with me. And the pleasure channel came through and it's funny because I think that, and I know that we have this idea that pleasure is orgasmic and sexual, which yeah, it is. And it's so much more than that. And there's foundations and layers beneath what pleasure gets to be that creates it and allows it that then leads to deep sexual expression and desires. And what I am noticing within myself and in my community and in our onyx circles is that the conversation on sex feels out of reach because we haven't sat with all the other things. And I do believe that they're interchangeable, that sex can be the catalyst, personal development can be the catalyst, and it all moves in chapters and waves within our lives. And so sometimes there's a sex chapter and sometimes there's a workout chapter and sometimes there's a isolation and hibernation chapter. Sometimes there's a lot of socializing. Sometimes there's a lot of tears and pain and joy and on and on and on. And it all leads us and guides us to where we are meant to be. And there is no separation. 
And so as we talk through all of this together today, I want you to keep in mind that this is all catalysts for more pleasure and joy and playfulness that you desire in your life. These conversations, these messages, this information is all to support you in your growth and your becoming, which allows you to become more spiritually connected, divinely connected to yourself, allowing your feminine opening, which leads to your pleasure. So some of this may seem like, well, she's not talking about pleasure. Really allow. Really be with this and ask yourself the questions that will guide you deeper and further into your knowing and into your pleasure. Shared last night inside of the Onyx that. I like to think of this journey and experience we're on as a long string. And no, this is not linear, but for our visualization, I really want you to think about this. So at the beginning of the string is where we have been. So lack of self-awareness, what feels like maybe a robot life, going through the motions, doing the thing, that's that. Then as you make your way down this string and you are on your awakening journey or path or having new experiences or opening your eyes, you start to have more awareness. You start to see yourself. You start to see things, things that you can't unsee, right? So you get to the point where you have enough self-awareness that now you are met with choice. Because although we have choice in the beginning, when we don't know shit, feels like we don't have choice. So you get to a point where I have the self-awareness, I have choice now. And I can choose more expansiveness, abundance, opening, acknowledgement of my truth, my power. Or I can choose the other, which is suffering which is the bullshit, stories, patterns. And this is where I find a lot of us are, is that we get to the point where we have enough awareness that we know we're choosing the shitty thing for ourselves. Fuck, man. Fuck. So then we choose the shitty thing for ourselves and then we beat ourselves up And then we wallow and sit in the crap. We're like, God, why did I do that again? Why did I do that again? Why do I, I know that I'm not supposed to choose this, quote unquote, supposed to choose this. I know that I have another alternative to choose and yet still keep going back to this. And I want you to sit with why. There is a worth conversation. 
There is a value conversation. There is a belief system conversation. And there is comfort in the old. It is what we know, no matter how shitty it is. Oh, so shitty. Someone keep a tab on how many times they say shitty in this episode. So you get to this point and you have awareness and you are faced with options and you are paralyzed. And so you choose the thing that you have known because it feels easier and safer. And yet in that choice, what are you keeping yourself from? What is out there? What is in that other choice that though uncomfortable is so scary to you? I find that it is in our becoming of who we get to be for that new choice that is so scary. Just really sit with that for a second. It is not necessarily the choice itself, the other option. It is who you get to become to step into that version of you who makes that choice. It is change. It is change. And something different that paralyzes us. The analogy I used last night, aside from the string, these analogies help me, and I'll explain to you why in a second. Imagine you're driving down the road, and you've lived in L.A. for your whole life, and you know that... You can go to Alfred in Brentwood for coffee in the morning. Erewhon has the buffalo cauliflower that you love. You get to go to Orange Theory on San Vicente and work out and hang out with your friends. And you know that you can go hike at Runyon Canyon. And you know all these things and they feel so good because you know them and you've been doing them for so long. And so you get in the car because you're like, I'm going to drive down the road. I'm going to leave L.A. for a while. And you're driving. And you get to a point where you pull off. and You have an option. You can U-turn and go back to that delicious coffee or matcha at Alfred that tastes so fucking good and is so foamy and just delicious and overpriced, but that feels good to you because that's what you've been doing is paying for $7 matchas for four years. So you get to have the option to U-turn and go back and get off at Wilshire Boulevard and head on back. Or you can choose to keep going down the road and see what coffee San Diego has. You drive your ass down the five, 
you find yourself at Phil's Coffee in Encinitas. Phil's Coffee. The thing that is basically like crack in a cup. God, I miss that. We don't have it here in Denver. Anyways, you go to Phil's. You're like, fuck. Phil's is so good. Oh my God. My mind is blown. I never want to drink any coffee other than Phil's for the rest of my life. Huh. That's funny. Because in your old life, all you did was go drink coffee at Alfred, go get the buffalo cauliflower at Erewhon, and go to Orange Theory and hike Runyon Canyon and do it over and over again. And you thought that that's all you ever wanted to do for the rest of your life because it felt so good and it tasted so good and you knew it and your body knew it and it was right. And yet when you drive down the road and you head down the five and you show up at Phil's and you get the Philharmonic with that cream they use and it tastes so good and you're by the beach and it's a slow pace of life and you're drinking your coffee differently and you're like, I didn't even know this existed. Fuck, it's good. And who did you become on that drive? On the two-hour drive down to Encinitas, you became the woman who explores, who gets curious, who tries new things, who is willing to taste a new cup of coffee just to see if maybe that fits you better at this point. But we don't go to Phil's, and we don't even make it all the way down the five because we are scared to become the curious woman. We are scared to see what else is out there because Well, Alfred is good enough. I've had it for so long. We know each other so well. It gives me the caffeine kick that I need. So I'll settle. This is good enough. So we U-turn. We U-turn and we U-turn and we choose the old. And what you don't know is that maybe because you choose to keep going down the five, because you choose to get off and go to Phil's, and then you walk down the street and you go to Nectarine Grove that has the best paleo food ever, that the love of your life is waiting there. And you meet that person because you got curious and you opened yourself up to what was possible. And your whole world changed. And it's not what you thought it was going to be. It's drastically different. And who you became on the way to meeting this person, to having this amazing food and drinking this beautiful coffee is the highest, most magnetic, magnificent version of you. Because you let go of the old, you let go of needing the old pattern and belief and comfort to expand yourself into all that is available. You are in your becoming 
and you allow it. Suffering is our choice. And when you get far enough on that string, you drive far enough down that road, and you know in your heart and in your body, I see what I'm doing. I see that I could have this or that or a million things in between. I ask you to pause. If it is a spiral that you're in, if this is a deep questioning you are in, I ask you to pause and be with yourself and get quiet. When we get into a spiral, we often go back to what we know because we're panicking. We're in fight or flight, right? We're trying to survive. And you don't have to go there. What I ask of you is to pause and to breathe and to be with yourself and ask, why do I feel the need to U-turn right now? It doesn't mean that U-turn, the U-turn is wrong. All that it means is that you are in choice. You have responsibility for your life. So sometimes the U-turn is part of the plan and the lesson. And sometimes you're choosing it to cause suffering for yourself and to keep yourself hidden and tied down and small. So you ask yourself why. And as you get clarity to your why, then you get to make your choice. As you calm your nervous system down, as you get clear, as you breathe, your truth comes in. And maybe you you U-turn seven times before you finally say, enough is enough. And I ask you now, when will enough be enough? How many times do you need to U-turn and drink the same cup of fucking coffee? Until you see that maybe there's a different experience out there and available for you. When is your awareness and your ability to see what is happening enough for you to say, I know it is time to move on. I know I want to get more curious because this can't be everything. Encinitas has something for me and I want to try. Maybe I get there and I fucking hate it and I can come on back. But I know that I made a new choice for myself and I got curious because there is a longing and a knowing within me to be open and curious. I knew that there was something more for me when I chose to stop drinking. So I want to talk to you about the way I'm nourishing myself because this fits perfectly in this conversation. I knew that I was U-turning every time I had a drink. 
every time I numbed out, every time I chose an old way of being and a pattern I had been taught my whole life that took me away from myself, that made me fucking angry and mean, that caused me to separate from myself and from others. And I kept choosing that and I kept creating suffering. I believed I deserved it and I believed that that is how I was meant to live. And it was years and years of this U-turning and I finally made the choice for myself because I said enough is enough. I cannot live in a codependent relationship with alcohol anymore. It has all the power over me and I am playing victim in my life and in this relationship with alcohol. And so I said no more. And I cut that tie and it released me from so much ancestral trauma and bullshit. And I took my power back and I took responsibility for my life and my choices. And I said, I will not do this anymore. I will not succumb to this experience because I think I deserve to feel bad because I'm scared of my bigness and myself, because I'm scared of true intimacy. I will not choose that anymore. I choose to be closer to God, to the universe, to myself, to my partner, to my friends, to my knowing and to my bigness. And you get to have whatever that looks like for you too. I work with companies like Groovy because they are dedicated and committed to this conversation that you don't have to U-turn anymore. Whether you believe or know you are an alcoholic or you feel like me with a codependent relationship that has gotten unhealthy or you just want to see what's possible for you without alcohol in your system. I love, love that Groovy has so many non-alcoholic options that we can implement into our lives that taste good, that are fun, that is run by a small family out of Colorado, and that gets the larger conversation that there is more available to us without numbing out and without this dependence. So you can go to getgroovy.com, that's G-E-T-G-R-U-V-I.com and use the code Kelly T and you'll get 15% off in the US. They also sell in Canada if you are there and want to check them out. I also want to share about my new Organifi obsession. So, you know, they have a lot of different options for products. And sorry, I keep pausing because my nose has the biggest itch and I can't stop rubbing it. Okay. Real life while I'm reading an ad, why not? Organifi has protein powder and it is plant-based and it is so good, you guys. So I made a promise to my trainer, Savannah, that I was going to be eating more because my body for whatever reason, will gain and lose five pounds a week anytime. So if I don't eat enough protein, especially, I lose a lot of weight quickly. It's just how my body has always operated. And I'm definitely in a a weight gaining, muscle gaining mode right now because I want to get stronger. And that's important to me to feel good. And so 
I have been really dedicating myself to getting more protein in. And part of that is shakes. And I have been fighting it and fighting it. And I don't know why other than, you know, I don't, I'm scared to like be as strong and fit and healthy as I want to be. It's like, I, again, choosing suffering, right? (laughs) So easy to drink a smoothie. So I got the Organifi vanilla and chocolate protein and I am obsessed, obsessed with the vanilla. I've been drinking a smoothie every day. Right after I record this, I'm going to go drink a smoothie. I put uh, coconut or almond milk in there with a banana and half an avocado, probably two heaping tablespoons of peanut butter and um, a scoop of the protein powder. It's about 20 grams of protein uh, just in the scoop. And I feel so good. And I don't feel hungry at the end of the night like I do when I'm not getting enough protein and calories. So highly recommend just to add into your routine. Or if you're someone who is skipping meals because you're busy, I often do that on Mondays. I forget to eat because I have so many meetings. This is going to be so helpful. So go to Organifi.com, O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I.com. Use the code Kelly T. You'll get 20% off of everything, but I haven't told you guys about the protein yet. So I just wanted to share that new thing. So suffering is a choice and you don't have to U-turn anymore. And I think that the conversation within this is also to not lie to yourself. We lie to ourselves a lot, you guys. I don't know if you notice this, but we justify and talk ourselves into things that we don't actually want or feel, need, believe because we think we're supposed to, because the old version of us requires that of us, because we're scared. We're afraid to admit what we really want or admit what we don't want. I feel like sometimes admitting what you don't want is even scarier. So really sit with where are you lying to yourself? Where are you convincing yourself of things that are not true for you? Where are you doing things because you think you're supposed to? I swear to God, I'm going to say that in every episode for the rest of my life. Stop doing the shit you're supposed to do. Just stop. 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 Don't do it. (laughs) I'm saying this for me, by the way. And ask yourself, what do you really want? So again, in the Onyx Circle last night, I love these girls, which is why I use them as an example, because it's just such a perfect place to have these conversations. And when I ask them, what do you really want? So often I get back answers that are rooted in fear. And I don't believe in manifestation or energetically calling things in out of a place of fear. And I'm pretty sure that anyone would agree. So if you're asking for what you really want, saying something like, I really want to know if he's in or out And if he cares about me the way I care about him or if I'm wasting my time, I really want to know if I'm wasting my time. Valid and words matter and energy matters. 
my response to this is tell him how you feel and ask for what you want and let him respond. If I want to get to know Roxy more and I want to take our relationship to the next level and I want to explore new experiences with her and try new things and spend more time with her, I am not going to approach the conversation of, am I wasting my time with you because you're not as into this as I am? Because that's not actually what I want. I want to experience more of her. That is where I am. And I'm not attached to the expectation or outcome, but I am sharing my desire to know her deeper and to share more time with her. But when I come in with the energy of, are you into this or not? Do you like me? I think you're not into this. So like, why don't we just not do it? You're instilling fear into the conversation and into the other person. What energy do you think you're going to get back? I'm going to walk in and say, hey, I really like you. I really enjoy this. I like where this is going. And I really want to be around you more. And I want to spend more time with you. And I want to create more intimacy. And for me, that looks like taking baths together or maybe taking a trip together. And I really want to explore that with you. And I would love to know how you feel. Hi, like I can feel that energy change in my own body. I feel different from that conversation that I just had with myself. (laughs) So if that is that profound here, imagine what it's like in the actual conversation. So when you're asking for what you want, when you're sharing, even with yourself, what do I really want? Notice the energy with which you are approaching this with. I really want more of this. I really want to create this. I desire this. Noticing the fear and not choosing that to be the catalyst for your desires and manifesting what you want or attracting what you want. Energy moves circular and will go out and come back. People can feel your energy. People can feel your fear. If you don't want fear to be a foundation in your relationship with yourself or others, stop showing up with fear. Mm, I feel like that was such a good nugget. If you don't want fear to be a foundation of your relationship with yourself or others, stop showing up in fear. If you show up in fear, you're going to get fear and you're going to live out your fears because you're going to do what I talk about all the time, which is confirm your bias and create situations that make you right. So I fear abandonment. I'm going to create a situation where this person leaves me so I can be like, yeah, I'm right. Told you. And then you're going to feel shitty and you'll be like, everyone always leaves me. And it's like, yeah, everyone always leaves you. You keep creating situations where this is the dynamic. And notice your body in these experiences. Notice where you're speaking from. I very much feel myself speaking from my divine feminine and knowing with intention and integrity deep in my belly because I am grounded and feel clear 
what I notice is that when I'm not grounded and not clear and I'm feeling anxious and like I want to escape, I talk higher out of my throat and in my chest and I'm not really breathing and I'm cutting off circulation and my voice keeps getting higher because I'm so scared. (sighs) Drop back in. Notice. Just notice what your body does. Notice your voice. Notice your tendencies. Notice where the fear sits. Notice how you operate when you are in fear versus peace and calm and groundedness and knowing. Your body feels way different. And if you don't know what this is, that's okay. Just start to sit with it. When you are in a state of fear, Ooh, okay, I hold my anxiety in my chest or my shoulders or I get really fidgety or I feel like I don't want to be here and I want to crawl out of my skin. And when I feel grounded, I can sit still and I'm good in silence and I speak slower and calmer. And I feel like I can breathe. That is what I notice in my body. Notice that within you. Because then when you get to the U-turn option, notice what's happening in your body. And yes, continuing down the freeway may cause you to freak out a little bit. But ask yourself why. Are you freaking out because it's dangerous and not right and you need to abort mission? Or are you freaking out because it's new and unknown and you don't know what's coming and you get to lean into that? Also different feelings. Awareness is huge. And I want you to notice that and and really let this sink in. Your feelings are valid. Your fears, your excitement, your joy, your sadness, it's all valid. And you are not your feelings or thoughts. They do not define you, which is why I believe in the ability to change our minds. I am not attached to a feeling or a thought because tomorrow it may be different. And sometimes it's fleeting and just needs to move through. It is not who I am. I am separate from my feelings and thoughts. They flow through and I acknowledge them and they are valid. And if they need to be released, I release them. And if they need to show me something, I ask what I am meant to see from them. But I am not my fear and my anxiety and my insecurities. And I'm also not defined by something that I believe makes me happy. Or joyful. We don't have to ride that roller coaster. It gets to move through us. (sighs) We create so many limitations and restrictions. And in that, we keep ourselves from things. So we make things so out of reach and believe that they're impossible. 
because of our limitations and restrictions and boundaries that create blocks to keep us from having our deepest desires or what we truly want. And so I want you to sit with nothing is out of reach. Where can I lift a restriction or a boundary or a limitation that shows me that all of this is within me now? Not out of reach, not impossible, but rather possible and near me. I can taste it, feel it, and touch it. And I am in choice to allow it and to co-create it so that it does become my reality. If you believe that you can't do all these things and you're not allowed to have that and do that and be that, that perception is your reality. And if you switch and flip that and say, I believe that this is possible for me. And here is the choice I make to co-create this. Your perception has now changed your reality. Your fear and lack lens has become abundance and possibility lens. All with a choice. I move from this frequency to this. I hold this energy and this vision here for me. And no, it may not look exactly the way you thought, but holding that energy and that vibration attracts you into what you desire, what is possible for you. Your perception and your lens creates your reality. Where can you flip that switch and say, this is what I actually choose? We get to reroute. We get to. We get to change our mind. We get to grow. We get to bloom. We get to become. We get to become the woman we get to be on the reroute, on the way. On the way to that new choice, on the way to that new opportunity. Who are you becoming as you make the new choice? It's up to you. Thank you so much for listening to The Kelly Show. If you would like even more exclusive content, conversations with me, the ability to connect with women in a really sacred space, to continue to challenge yourself, to create space for yourself and come back home to your truth and your knowing, I would love 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 to have you inside the onyx the incredible space that i created for women like you who want more and who are ready to lean in to all of it you can go to patreon.com slash the kelly show the link is in the show notes and i cannot wait to see you in there and hold that space for your growth see you soon